the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Man, big difference between last Saturday and this Saturday. A lot of lives have changed, a lot of things. I tell you, my heart goes out. Let's just uh, let's take it to the Lord right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. Bless and be everybody on the coast and everybody that's going through all these things that's going on. Uh, let your glory just uh, glorify everything that they touch and see. I tell you, Lord, it's, we don't understand a lot of things, but we need you in our lives. Bless each and every one listening, each and every one down there. And thank God that there are people with open hearts and the time to go down there and work with everybody they can. I give you the praise and the glory. Thank you, Father. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit today about flood cars, flood trucks. I'll tell you a story or two. I've, I've seen them all. I've had them all. I've seen what they've done. I know what's going on. Uh, it's been in in our business forever. Been through a lot of floods, a lot of situations. But uh, if you have any reason, any any questions, the only dumb questions, they're questions that we don't ask. But please call in. We're on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. You can go there, watch the show on uh, Facebook. Uh, of course, we're on KSLR, The Word. Thank you very much. And then we're going to be on um, Tell your friends, we're going to be on 930, the sister station, 930 a.m. this afternoon between 2 and 3 in the month of September. So if you've got some people that can't listen to us or watch us at this time, they can go to that. Now, also, I've got other radio shows. You can go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. We're trying to trying to educate you. I want to be your mentor. I want to be there for you. I want to answer your questions. Uh, the Lord's gave me desire to give back. Uh, Proverbs 1.5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. I hope that you're learning. I hope you take knowledge, put it with God's wisdom, and make the best choices for you. Uh, I've got a friend. I'll tell you a quick story. He called, I talked to him last Thursday, not 10 days ago, and uh, he was going to ride the storm out in his boat. I was very concerned for him. I called him stupid. Sorry, John. I called I told him he was crazy. Sorry, John. But he rode out the storm in his boat. Bad part about it, sail mass fell down on his boat and destroyed it. He survived through it. I don't think he'd do it again. But he didn't listen to me because Thursday before the storm got there, Thursday night, I told him. I called him and I said, "John, are you up here, Canyon Lake? Uh, what lake are you at with your camper?" He said, "I'm gonna ride the storm out." I, I told him, "No, no, no." Anyway, I ended up talking to him five more times the next day. Told him where the storm was, what the miles per hour, and every time told him to get out. So he lost his boat, he lost his camper, and his car, his truck got beat up severely. But you know. What leads us and guides us? This man was a, a spiritual Christian man. But how do we look at things? Perception. How do we look at what's coming down on us? Do we examine it? Do we look at it? Do we make the best choices? Why? What hinders us from making the right choices? Pride, greed, selfishness. Was he scared somebody was going to steal that boat? The boat wasn't worth that much money, and he was having motor problems. He had a super, super nice camper, fifth wheel, that he was living in, and a good, solid truck. But now it is sandblasted, window knocked out. I got him a window cheap, thank you, Lord. And we've got him some other help, and we got him a camper to put his stuff in. 
But here's a guy that doesn't have a computer, doesn't know how to go to FEMA. FEMA's helping a lot of people. You know, and FEMA will give back to you your time and your efforts spent down on the coast. You know, we have so much going on in our lives. I'm a super busy person. I've got pressure on me on some things that's going on that I need to get completed. And uh, But we got to stop and think about others. we got to look at what's going on around us. We're so blessed to be here in San Antonio, high and dry. And we have so much to give and offer. But I've seen so many people, and we've seen it on the news. Of course, the news takes it and blows it up for entertainment. And this is not really entertainment. This is people's lives that are, are going through a tough, tough situation. And so we've got to understand exactly what we, what our part is, giving, where, and, and time and effort and everything else. Uh, I'm building a building that i put a renter in, that I sold the property, and that in the plant shut down in Houston for the building. I won't, I'll, it'll be delayed a, a couple of weeks. So, you know, we've got so much going on in our minds, but are we thinking about others? Are we giving back to others? That's the key in my in my life right now is give back to others. Ninety-five percent of this radio station, this show that I pay for, and thank you, North Park Toyota, uh, is giving back to the community, answering questions, giving you options. Just like John down there, Rockport had options. I told him the, the hurricane was coming right on him. He was in Rockport. Palm Harbor uh, slipped 13. Of course, that didn't sound good, did it? Slipped 13 to be in Palm Harbor, but he, that's where he was. So he had decisions. He had options, but he chose that one. I'm not sure that was the best one to choose, but he decided that was the best one for him. Now we're going to see a lot of these, you know, Mannheim, the big auction company, estimated that it was 300,000 vehicles lost. And then now they're saying 500,000. You know what? On that coaster might be a million cars. A little quick story. Here about... Um, 15, 18 years ago, I'd, I'd have to look back real hard on it. I'm on an airplane going to Oklahoma City, riding along with a big corporation out of San Antonio, and one of their small businesses, well, they had their own car auction. So I'm riding along with these buyers because I helped them out at Oklahoma City. I directed them with cars, and they were looking for Cheap cars, real, real cheap cars, and they didn't care if they had problems. Kind of looking for cars with problems. And so they had these buyers going to Oklahoma City with me, and they looked at me and they said, Man, uh, have you heard about any flood cars? I said, Yeah, I got called on 800 of them yesterday. You said, they said, Yeah, 800 yesterday? I said, Yeah. You got the guy's name and number? I said, yeah, I know him real well. He's a claims adjuster. And they said, there's 800 down there? I said, yeah. Would you give us his name and number? I said, sure. So I pulled it out, and I gave them their name and number, and I said, we're going to go down and buy them. They went down and bought all 800 of them. Come up here to San Antonio with them. Got out the great big car wash, portable car washer, and sprayed them all down, stuck a mechanic on them, got them where they run, and sold them through their auction. I happen to be fortunate enough because I helped these guys. They let me sell some of my older, rougher problem childs through that auction to get rid of them. And I'm standing at the counter collecting one day. And this dealer, he's standing there, and he got a buddy with him, and he said, oh, man. Oh, great. I got a, finally bought a car without a flood title. And his buddy said, what? He said, yeah, everything I'm buying out of here has a flood title. I don't know where they got all those cars. And I, I had to bite my lip and stay out of his business. But here, dealers, you know, because it looks too good to be true, the car looked too cheap, but the problems continue on. Now, if you really were mechanically inclined, you can buy one of these flood damage cars with a flood title, and you may get insurance and you may not. 
But there's guys that'll take the car completely apart, change all the electrical, and put it back together. And it goes from a bargain to not a bargain. And you still got issues. You still got a flood title. You still got possibilities of things going wrong. And if the dash has got wet, th- these cars in Houston, I saw them on the news. They're two, three feet underwater. Now you've got campers. Businessman down in Port Aransas, friend of mine, he couldn't get back on the island. He was moving his uh, golf carts. He rents golf carts. So he's moving them off the island, and he didn't get back in time to get back on the island. They wouldn't let him back on. He lost two $100,000 motorhomes, one of them he was living in, one he was going to sell. He lost the roof in his business in a lot of situations. And he told me, he said, the bad part about it, the great big buses that he had, they were moved and they were tore up real bad and destroyed and underwater and this, that, and the other. He said, but the water from the bay between Port Aransas and Corpus came back at 10 foot. He said his motorhomes were full of salt water. They're completely gone. But you know what? There might be somebody that'll get in and clean it up and try to sell it. The car business is is too lucrative. Uh, it's got ways of making money because the people in it are great salespeople. Great salespeople. They can come o- overcome any situation. But the evil thoughts that they have cause evil actions. They'd rather take advantage of somebody. And they, if they're that good a salesperson, if they're that good at, with their hands of cleaning one up, won't they do it the right way? But, oh, no, there's so many people out there that want to have advantage over everybody. Do they get the, the fuzzy feeling? Do they get the adrenaline when they take advantage of somebody and make two or 3000 on something that was in the flood that they freshened up or cleaned up? There'll be thousands and thousands of these cars at the salvage sales. There'll be people there, dealers there, buying them, not parting them out, trying to fix them up enough to sell, not making them perfect because money-wise, it won't work. The figures will go from a bargain to not a bargain, but they still enough room to make money and still enough to put it on somebody else. And they'll even, some of them are smart enough, the easiest way to look for a flood car, flood vehicle, is look up underneath the dash real well. Get up underneath there and see what it looks like. See if there's water letter, see if there's dirt, see if there's trash. The other way is to take the door panel off on the driver, passenger, or back doors. Take a couple of door panels off. Because most of the time, those guys don't go in there unless the power windows are not working. Don't go in there and clean it up. And some of them are lazy, and when they go in there and change that stuff, still not clean it up. So, you know, I've seen flood cars that are fixed, very few of them, that were okay. But is the price worth it? You might be saving hundreds you might be saving maybe a thousand or two, but is it really worth that gamble? That that chance, and you still got a flood title, and you're still going. You can't, you can't collect on it. Some insurance companies, some insurance companies won't even finance them or insure them. So you're sitting in there with a vehicle that you may not like, and so. But you got to be ready in that situation. you got to take your time. And you can't be oversold because these guys are really sharp. They know there's a lot of guys that work out of the salvage sales. And they convince people, oh, man, you know, I went through this car and I fixed it up. And it's a great, great car. And it's cheaper than the rest. But it might be salvage title. It might be a flood title. But because they are great salespeople and they clean them up and they shine them up so well, people want to save a thousand or two and lose it on the long run. Make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. That's what we're that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Right now we're seeing 
RVs and motorhomes jumped up in price. Jumped up in price. Why? Because people need places to live. Uh, the contractor I had helping me on my building, he jumped up and ran down to uh, Rockport. But he didn't realize there's no electricity, no places to stay, lots of work, but nothing claims claims adjusters hadn't been in there. So he ran down there thinking that he was going to get rich quick. He got down there, no place to live, no place to stay. Well, he was back. Oh, yeah, now he's back to, you know, where can I find some work around locally? Do we try to take advantage of those people? You know, what is the market today? Yes, the market's up a little bit, but not a whole lot. Yes, the market is fine, but not a whole lot, you know. And does your conscience bother you when you find somebody in need and you try to rip them off? A lot of consignment lots are going to clean house. That's good. Really good. But now are the consignment lots that you put your cars, your trucks, your campers. And I have the other radio show going on in town, Making Memories RV. That's with Evergreen RV. They they do some of my selling on my RVs and my campers. And that's John Eastie in New Braunfels at Evergreen RV. But are now are they going to beat down the customers? If you've got a camper sitting out at a consignment lot and you're wanting to sell it, it's going to sell. You don't need to drop your price. You need to get fair market. Yes, but here's the key. You take these people who are in that business, who have nothing invested, and they have the customer needing a house, needing a place to live for the next year, and they beat you up all they can to get the price as low as they can, and then add a bunch of money, Five or ten thousand to your camper, selling somebody in need. This has happened. I've watched it over the years, many a many times. Every time we have a hurricane, people are needing places to live and stay. But the these consignment lots love it. Oh man, we love it. We can get rich on this deal, and they do. They'll beat the customer that owns it way, way down. And then get the man come in. It's got to have something now. I watched a deal the other day, and a guy had a $3,500 unit. And the consignment lot was trying to sell it for thirteen nine because the guy needed to buy it and live in it. So I don't know how to prove what you're, the, the place is getting for you. But, I mean, I'd ask them. I would ask them and ask them, say, what are you selling it for? Where is it going? Is it helping somebody? You know, what's a fair market for you to make? Real estate salesman, it sells and makes 6%. Maybe the consignment lot needs to make 10%. Would that be fair? The real estate person doesn't have anything invested. The consignment lot doesn't have anything invested. Is 10% a fair market? I bought a metal building. A brand new one's going to be delivered. And so the guy says, this is our exact cost. How much percentage do you want to give us profit? I said, 10% fine with you? He said, oh, yeah. We're, most people hit us at 5 or 6%. 10% is fair. I said, you're giving me a great deal. I want to be fair. 10%. But see, some of these consignment lots are not that way. They want to work on 50 or 100%. And they're taking advantage of the situation. People of need, people have gone through something. Give us a call. If you went through the storm, we'd be glad to talk to you about the storm. If you were in a camper, got a friend of mine was on Port Aransas. He decided to ride it out in his camper. And he rode it out on his camper, but he got drunk. And the camper rolled over. And he was so drunk, he couldn't get out. So he just rode the storm out in that camper. I said, man, what happened if the water would have got up and went over your camper? You would have drowned. He said, well, I was so drunk, I wouldn't have felt it. Man, do you want your 
well-being? Do you want your spiritual, mentally, physically be in that situation? That your camper's in a hurricane, it's on the side, and you're drunk, and you don't care? So, I mean, should we care about you if you don't even care about yourself? Man, I can tell you story after story of my friends down in Port Aransas, Rockport, all those situations. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And we'll talk about campers because I buy and sell campers and motorhomes. Like I say, I have the uh, RV show, MakingMemoriesRV.com. You can go to that show. And that's talking about relationships. That's talking about campers. That's talking about making better decisions, examine what you need, how much you're going to use, really what you need to do. But right now we're in a situation where if you've got a camper for sale, I've bought several of them the last week. I'll, I've made offers on more. I'll probably buy some more. Uh, been made an offer on an RV, buying a real nice 17 RV that we've got sold. So they're, they're all going to situations where people need them. You know, 10% profit, yeah, that's fair. But not these guys that are making 30 40 50% profit and taking advantage of it. You know, is that is that usury? Just like we talk about, and there's going to be people, I know these title loan places are going to get rich off of this deal. People needing fast cash to survive. You know, but I don't know. You know, if you don't have flood insurance and you don't have insurance on your car, some of them may take their car title in. I wonder if the title place is going to have to look at it and borrow money on it and then tell them where it's sitting in the bay out there. You know, you pick it up. I don't know. But it, let me tell you these about these people. It's 330% interest. Nobody can overcome that. It is outrageous. It is usury beyond imagination. Don't do a title loan. Maybe FEMA will loan you the money. Look at FEMA. Look at something else because that's 1%, not 330% interest. You borrow 5000 from a title loan place, and you're going to have to pay 25000 back. After six months, you've paid back more than you've borrowed. And then they repo the unit, and they go make more money. Hey, title loan places are the biggest ripoff in the world. In 27 states in the United States, it's illegal to have a title loan, but not in Texas. Good old boys, Texas. Oh, man. We may talk a little bit about insurance on the other half of the hour. We're going to take a quick break here in a minute, but give us a call, 210-340-9585. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell everybody not to do a title loan. You can't overcome 330% interest, and they'll repo your car. That fast cash will go. Go to FEMA's website and see if there's a possibility that you can loan money from FEMA at a low rate to get yourself up and going. I mean, it is so sad. People have lost everything. My buddy lost everything. A friend of mine had, I don't know how much damage, maybe 100000 on his condo. You know, and he's got a loan on it. And the insurance company, oh, man, I'm your buddy. Yeah, let me take care of you. I'm going to insure you and charge you this amount of money. But I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to advise you. Now, personally, I can't see why he doesn't have his insurance covered on that. I mean, you're sitting on the coast. You're going to see some kind of tropical storm or hurricane or something. But you think you're far enough off and don't get damaged? I don't know. Well, we're going to talk a little about claims adjusters, about being prepared, how they come down on you. And some of them maybe have a heart and some maybe don't. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. I've seen a lot of situations where the insurance agent doesn't protect his customer. He wants the money. Give me the money. I love you. But I'm not going to do anything for you. Well, your insurance agency should know every route, every trick, every situation to help you out. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in to 10 630. Uh, 
here on KSLR, The Word, San Antonio. Thank you, Barry, for being the producer today. And we've got Baron in the studio, and we got Michael, I hope, listening. Great people here, 6.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. at 2 o'clock this afternoon. They're going to put this show or another show, I don't know which show, on at 2 o'clock. It's fine with me. Whatever their little heart desires, I love them. We'll be right back. Thank you. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello again, this is Randy Adams. Anything you want to talk about today, give us a call, 210-340-9585. Now, always I give my office number and my mobile number the second half of the show. I'll give the number here again at the station. Give us a call. We'll talk about anything, the storm, if you went through it, what you lost, um, what you're thinking about, what you need, what you want to buy. Uh, But... Here, the number is 210-340-9585. And then my office number is 830-625-7159. I do buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's why I play that song. We've got some late-model, low-mileage vans. I don't know how long they're going to last because, man, everything's going to go up on the market. You remember I predicted uh, the market crash in September 15th, and we were heading that way. But I think we've lost close to a million cars and trucks. That's going to affect the whole United States market, believe it or not. They're dealers, people, individuals from Houston and that area and all the way down to Corpus are going to reach out all the way across the United States desperately looking for a vehicle. My phone number at my office, 830-625-7159. Now, now my mobile number, and give me a call at my mobile number anytime. And this is the only station I give it out, 830-708-4789. I'll give it out again a little later. But, you know, Proverbs is so awesome in my life. Proverbs 11.1 says a false balance and dishonest business practices are extremely offensive to the Lord. But an accurate scale is his delight. A false balance and dishonest business practices are extremely offensive to the Lord. But an accurate scale is his delight. The problem today is... So many people say, well, everybody does it. I talk about it in on this show quite a bit. Eighty percent of the dealers out there will take hair hide and all. Twenty percent will tell the truth and do it right. There's some awesome, great car people dealerships in this town. But if it seems too good to be true, just like I was talking about the flood cars, if it seems too good to be true, And I know the honest ones. I deal with the honest ones. I know the difference. I've been in the business 54 years. I know who will tell you the truth, who will treat you right, who will do right. And there's some of these guys that will smile and tell you, we love you. Give me the money, Bubba. We'll be your friend forever. But you know what? If you don't buy from them, they'll have to cuss you. 
they love to say bad things about you. And they get in a little tantrum like that little boy you saw in that commercial for months that had that water hose and got mad. That's the way dealers get. They make fun of you because you're stupid. We know all about the car business. We're the best at around. And they're not. But dishonest, just alike in the car business. Now, our market's going to go up. And we expect dealers to make money. But not rip people off, not take advantage of them, not hammer them as hard as you can because you know they have got to have a vehicle and you got it and you smile at them and say, oh, man, it's the greatest deal in the world. But see, the market has is going to go up. Due to sucking a million cars and trucks off the market, we're not going to have the biggest crash. And we were headed for the biggest crash September 15th. Too many 18s out already. Too many 17s out there. Some dealers got 16s. That's horrible. Too many repos. The rent car places had way too much inventory. The off-lease people too much inventory. And the used car dealers too much inventory. But, of course, when you wipe out... I know of four dealerships in Houston that lost 10,000 cars. Of course, they got insurance. They're going to make their money. But now they got to resupply. Guess what? They'll be up here. They'll be across the United States trying to buy. Now, if you've got something for sale, a friend of mine needs to sell a Mercedes. He's had difficulty selling it. High-dollar Mercedes, 60,000 miles, a little on the difficult side. But I'm going to take it to the auction for him and sell it. So you can contact me. I'm possibly I'm going to have a line of cars that you can bring me. I'll take to the auction. Worldwide dealers will be watching, but mainly the coast dealers will be buying for their customers. I just hope they don't rip them off. But we're going to see the market jump from 1,000 to 3,000 with the right units. So if you've got something you want to sell, contact me. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you want to run through the auction, I'm working on that deal right now to get it set up for you to get the most money you can out of your unit. Your your unit just went up in, in value in the last seven, eight days. So now you need to know what the new market is. The stock market went through the roof, and you own your stock at 50 bucks. Now it's worth 70 or 80 do you take the 50 or do you want the new market? That's how you explain this market. We've got a new market. I may be taking another vehicle, a, a diesel, Ford diesel, 4x4 four four guy. He hauls air with it. He don't need it. So, I mean, give me a call. My mobile number is 830-708-4789. And, you know, the market's going to jump up. We're on probably... A week from it. I told Brad on his Mercedes, I love to run it in about two to three weeks. So, but he's not got to sell it. We're going to get the most money we can, and I'll call him and tell him what it brought, and he can make that decision. That's, you want to get all the money. This is a great opportunity. Now, the key to the, this opportunity is if you're buying a new car, you might want to know what your vehicle's worth today big time because the market's up and it's going to continue to go up the next two weeks. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your vehicle. Look at it hard. Act like you're buying it again. Look at it. Walk around it and, and describe it on learntobuyandsellcars.com. Let me make an offer on the car. Let me give you some options on the car. Let me talk to you about your car and see our truck. And if I'm going to look at some units that some people have that are sitting in right now, and they don't need them anymore. And so we're looking at those units this coming week. Got tied up super busy last week, like I said, on my building, trying to get it completed. But now I'm going to have a little free time this coming week. But give me a call, 830-708-4789, and let's see what you're going. You know, and now we're going to see Carfax. Now, here's a problem, one of the problems. Carfax makes mistakes. They're not perfect. I have a Mustang GT that shows total loss by Carfax, and it wasn't a total loss. Um, Dodge store I bought it off of got it straightened up finally, and now we're getting it taken off of Carfax. 
but the guy they walked around with a paint meter hadn't had no paintwork hadn't been wrecked and they gave a lot of money for the unit and then it pops up that it's been total loss and it hadn't been now they make mistakes especially on on uh, mileage but here's going to be the problem how would you like to be in between here and Rockport here in Houston outside area of Houston you know what it's going to say on Carfax now Possible flood damage. Why? Well, you live within the hurricane area. I haven't been in no flood. But Carfax wants to protect themselves because they never make a mistake. They said they'll pay you back if they make a mistake, but I've never seen that happen. Ever. And I've dealt with them since they've been in existence. So now your car may be tattooed. Flood. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a new Mercedes-Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my life with no help from my friends. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a new Mercedes-Benz? Well, the government ain't going to buy us nothing. Insurance companies, here comes the the claims adjusters. And, oh, man... They either, you know, you've seen, you've talked, you've heard about good cop, bad cop. We ought to name claims adjusters good claims adjusters and bad claims adjusters. A guy used to work for me. Now he trains claims adjusters how to beat customers up and smile at them all the way. Be prepared for a battle. Be prepared for, oh, man, your insurance policy says it doesn't cover flood or wind. Your insurance policy doesn't cover hurricanes. Your your insurance policy, you know, that, that insurance agent that was there for you and collected the money, smiled and said, I love you. But maybe he's not going to give any of that, the right money back, how you can replace it. buddy of mine that lost his roof just remodeled his business, spent 150000 remodeling, and it's gone. Because, you know, did he protect for the upkeep? The, in, you know, I don't, how do we get by and protect ourselves? We're all so busy. We've got so many things going. You know, news media, I mean, you know. Hi. Everybody, you know, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Knowledge pops up, it puffs up, is that, that knowledge that we gather that we think we know it all. We think we know we're, we're doing the right thing. But do we ask enough questions? Do we pray enough? You know, I, that's why I start this show with a prayer. Because I used to jump in this show and just rock and roll and go. And I'd tell these preachers, y'all don't pray enough about buying a car. And the Lord said, yeah, and he prayed on this show. I said, Lord, you're exactly right. Whew, Mercy. And that's why I start this show out with a prayer, because I want you to pray more about what you're doing, more about your financing, more about everything, and understand what you're doing. So that's the key in this situation. What are you doing with your decisions? Are you letting pride, greed? You're letting the news media? You're letting who you let make those decisions for you? So we want to know exactly what you're thinking perception i'm going to teach on perception the next week or two because what what we think we are we are how we look at ourselves we are how we expect our but you know what's funny is we expect others to be perfect but not us so we we've got a caller online thank you for calling carlos how you doing today Good morning, uh, Randy. I, I have a question for you, sure. and thank you for the radio station and everything you do. Uh, we are people, you know, we don't have papers. Is any problem with that? In that way, the, the people, the insurance can pay us or give us a little harassment? No, our you, you signed a contract that they sold you. You're paying for insurance. So just because you're not legal, you know, uh, that doesn't it. That, that's not an issue. Because you bought it, you paid it. Uh, I've explained before on my radio station, I've sold illegal business people here in town, 
And in, in one guy in Austin, he has he's been in the business 15 years, never become a legal citizen. He owns a brand new King Ranch four by four diesel, and I sold him his fifth truck in his landscaping business. Now he's got insurance. And the insurance has got it. In fact, the insurance had paid off on one of his trucks. That's why he came and bought another one for me. And I've sold him a couple before that. I've done a lot of business with him. Whenever he has an issue or a bad truck, you know, motor going out, transmission going out, he comes to see me. But first time I sold him, you know, it it was kind of an eye-opening situation. Because you signed a contract and that insurance company took your money. They're obligated to to the money that you you've got coming, but uh, now let me tell you something. I wouldn't, in my guesstimation, when you're uh, fooling or when you're working with a claims adjuster, that man may be a little tough on you because he might want to threaten you being not legal. But you've got rights. You're here in America, and right now they're not going to move you out. If you're working, you're paying taxes. That's what we want. We want. People who are productive. We, it sounds we like it. Well, that's that's the key. And it, we want productive people. Now, we don't want people who are trying to live off the government. That, in my opinion, is what the government right now doesn't want. Now, they didn't care about that <clears throat> with the Obama administration because they didn't care about anything but votes. But I think the new administration with Trump wants people who are productive and want to do it right. And get people, and I understand your situation because I deal with a bunch of, of Mexican gypsies. And they're not legal, but they've tried to become legal. But all the lawyers that try to do it, try to mouse them around, overcharge them, run them through the hoops. And it gets frustrating, and it's hard to become an American citizen. And these guys work hard. They buy and sell stuff to me constantly. I've never had a problem with them, never had them tell me anything wrong. They make things right. And they're, I've, I've dealt with them a lot. Now, some of the other foreigners I've had a lot of issues with because that's a way of life with them. So you shouldn't have any problem. Other a, question, Mr. Randy. Sure. My brother is coming from uh, from Mexico. He's a tourist. Can he buy a car for us and help us in this way? Or is any problem for somebody to come to purchase a car? He have a visa and a passport and everything. And he's got money. Are, uh, whose name is yeah. he going to put the title in? In our name. Oh, sir. that's fine. But, you know, if he's going to take it to Mexico, they have to stamp it export only. And he ah, has okay, to have sir. permits to get them into Mexico. Okay. Long, little quick story. I sold a diesel truck to a ranch owner down in Mexico, and he needed to get it in. He couldn't get it in. He'd come back to me, and he said, man, I can't get it back in. Well, I happened to know the right person, and I called the right person. He told him, we'll be down there with 500 cash, and we'll get it in. Money down there getting it across gets it in. You know, they're a little corrupt down there going across that border. But since he's coming over here, since evidently he's wealthy, he's, and I'm glad he's helping you out in this situation. And, yes, once he can pay the cash. Now, he may have to write, uh, if it's over $10,000, there's paperwork he's going to have to sign on that, showing where the cash come from. Uh-huh. So that, that's, that's another little situation there. Okay, how 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 worried we can be about the new cars with the problems of the uh, flow damage, sir? Well, you just got to really take your time, know a good mechanic, know a good body shop. If it looks too, too good to be true, make sure somebody's checking it out. Double hard. And if can it, we see something in the title? Can we check something in the title? Well, now, right now it hadn't had time. Here we go. If the man's got the title, maybe he didn't have insurance and he didn't collect. See, and he's got the title. He may be down to a car wash or hire a guy. I've got a buddy of mine's got a mobile car wash, and he gets paid to open them all up and spray them out real good. And he's got about four thousand psi, and he blows these cars out, cleans them up, and they let them dry, and then they try to clean up the connections enough to get it to run and start. And the people try to sell it or they try to make good of what they've got. Now, if they don't have any insurance on it, they can't collect. So they've got a title now 
that they, you know, been in a flood. And that's why Carfax blankets the whole area, because there's so many people that doesn't have insurance or doesn't have flood insurance. And they don't, they have just, you know, liability. And so there's going to be a lot of those cars out there, but you need experts, pros, to help you look at those units to make sure they're clean. And also, if you're buying it from a dealer, a reputable dealer. You know, they got bonds, they've got the situation, and look at your paperwork. Go through that contract real good and look at every line and ask them, you know, not been in flood damage. Make them write it on there if it's been in flood damage. When a dealer does it right, if you sell a flood damage car or a, 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 a salvage title car or a reconditioned car, and, and here we go again, let me explain this real quick, recondition. I've had people bought cars and be super excited because it's reconditioned. Reconditioned means that car was in the salvage yard. They pulled it out. They fixed it up. They took it to the state and they got it checked out and they gave it a new reconditioned title. That's baloney and the state ought to be stopped that. But anyway, it does happen. And then they think they got this great vehicle and then they look at the history and it's been totaled out before. So yes, there's going to be a lot of cars on the market that Carfax won't pick up, insurance companies won't put a claim on, and they'll be available. And especially stuff, I, I explained uh, too many times with the hell damage we had last April, a, a year and a half ago, that how cars got totaled out, insurance companies paid these people 800 and a 1000 and they paid 1500 a year for full coverage insurance. Well, that was a bad investment. So you need to know what your vehicle's worth. Well, a lot of people know their vehicle's not going to bring much, so they just get liability, and they don't get it all. So we're going to see a lot. Now, the cheap cars you shouldn't have to worry about because they're probably going to go somewhere and not come back. But anything of any value, I know of a antique Corvette that went through a flood, flood years ago. And I was going to rebuild the car anyway. And I tried to buy the car, and I offered $10,000 for the car. It was underwater big time, and it and it rent everything. And so I tried to buy the car, but it brought a whole lot of money. But you, here you've got a guy that's going to restore it. Now, flood title float, followed it on, and that's a curse that it's going to have forever. But it depends on how that person showed restoring that car and how they presented it when they sold it. So you just got to get... Get friendly with your mechanic. Get friendly with a couple of body shops. If you find that car and you look at it hard. Now, one little minor problem we have with oil field companies. When they have these trucks and they're out in the oil field, they take car washes, portable car washes, and they spray those cars out. Well, it sprays. That's fine. But sometimes a little of that dirt and dust gets under the dash, and it'll almost look like a flood. The seats underneath will look like a flood. And if you open up the door panels, the dust and the dirt from West Texas gets in the doors. So here's another situation you've got to learn and look at. And if they spray it out five or six times while the time they've on it, it'll show a little rust, a little dirt, and that spray will spray it up further than normal. So there's so many different ways of looking and understand, and maybe you need to take a test on the transmission fluid or the oil to see if it's got water in it. And one thing they don't change is rear axle grease. It's almost worth the money to take it and get it drained the rear axle and put new axle, new axle grease in it because most of these guys that are rebuilding the flood cars don't do that. you have any other questions, Carlos? No, no, thank you. I'm taking notes of these, Mr. Okay, Randy. Thank can you. I ask you, can I, can I have your telephone number? If I can call you back. Yeah. Any question, please? 830-708-4789. Mr. Randy, thank you. Have a beautiful weekend. Too. And thank you for all the advice. Thank you for being there and helping us and everything. Thank you, Carlos. There's so many different questions, so many different options, so many different things that's going on. And I talk to people every day. My phone blows up Saturdays, Mondays, and Tuesdays, and I love it because I want to talk to you. And I've had so many people that have called, and I didn't catch their phone call, and I call them back. And they'll say, I cannot believe you called me back. Well, I wouldn't be on this radio station giving my phone number out if I didn't want to talk to you. I want to give back. I want to be there for you. I want to be the best I can be. I want to... 
Make your life easier, happier, and meant to be. We all have purpose in life. What is your purpose? How are you giving? How are you serving? You know, do you serve everybody and love everybody even if they don't like you? Hey, if somebody don't like me, I'm sorry. I love you anyway. If somebody don't like what I'm saying, I'm sorry. I'm telling what I know, the truth, what the Holy Spirit leads me and guides me. Because I want you to know exactly what's going on in your life. We're going to see some situations in this town. We're going to see some cars come from this direction. But there's so many cars, they're going to have to be spread out across the nation. You're going to see salvage yards stacked up with them and spraying them out, cleaning them, you know. And, I mean, they'll pay $100 to spray them out to get them where they're decent, you know. Uh, And... High pressure will will push that stuff into places that you won't believe, and it won't come out. So the Carfaxes will blanket the whole area, but they'll miss a lot, and that's what they try to do. And even though there wasn't an insurance claim, even though there wasn't no, they allowed to put that blanket on your vehicle. Hey, and while last minute or two, RVDisaster.org. That's rvdisaster.org. Great group of people that help in this disaster down on the coast. And also you can go to rvdisastercorpscorps.org. If you want to help, if you got a motorhome, you want to go spend some time, you hey, and that money that you, not money, but the time you spend, uh, it goes back to our community through FEMA. God bless you. This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. See you next week. I love you, San Antonio. Forgive everybody. Live longer. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.